0: back once again to another episode of disney compendium i am your host as always jj over there down south <laughs> home on the range of... <laughs> mm. hey, my good buddy my good friend nick nick how you doing
1: oh pretty good uh you know uh <laughs> i wish uh i wish the uh the creators of this movie had uh, been uh be quarantined.
0: <laughs> Just, yeah. Shut down all movie, essential movie making uh, personnel during, yes, during a few weeks in 2003, and we would have all been better for it.
1: We all would have been, especially these two guys. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Yeah. So... Ah! Notice, notice I didn't say another exciting episode of this Oh, two thousand Oh. 2004's Home on the Rain. A movie that I bet a lot of people probably haven't seen.
1: <laughs> and, uh, you know, I envy them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, opened April 2nd, 2004. So, it just recently had its anniversary.
2: Oh, oh good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... Oh, I don't know where to start with Home on the Range*.
1: Well, JJ, if you recall the text i sent you was hey this opening song is is triggering my anxiety
0: it starts off when that, when it started off and it started off with that home on the range song i was like oh that's right that's what this movie is <laughs>
1: but then
2: yeah
0: you are greeted with some of Disney's like worst visuals of all time. It's in this not movie. good, man. It's not good to look at. All of the characters are really bad looking. They're all like, I, I don't know. They're all like weirdly a. Ang- it feels like a movie from a completely different studio. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it feels like, like it feels like Warner Brothers would have made this or something. It's kind of yes. got that sharp angles, and it, it's like it's like. Uh, some sort of like weird like Tex Avery needed a paycheck, so let's make this.
1: Yeah, it, you remember like those those seventies and eighties like Looney Tunes feature films where yeah. it was just clips but they had like new animation of bugs doing stuff? Yeah. yeah. It's that. Yes. Wrong sounding bugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, wrong sounding bugs. Exactly exactly uh this movie is a wild west movie it takes well it's like the end of the wild west it's like red dead redemption 2 it's happening at sort of the end of the cowboys era but still things are kind of going a little bit uh 1889 is when mm-hmm. this movie is set. um if i'm gonna watch a movie from the 1880s i'd rather it would be like tombstone but
1: uh or uh literally any other movie that takes place during the 1880s
0: like, what, would you rather watch uh, a John Wayne movie
1: mm-hmm. or
0: Home on the Range?
1: <laughs> Man, now <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out who's more problematic, Roseanne or John Wayne.
2: That's a toss-up.
0: That is a... It's a, t- a, t- a toss-up. Uh... Toss certainly a toss-up. But yeah. uh, at least... At least... Uh, at least versus, John Wayne's wait, voice isn't
1: offensive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Roseanne Roseanne did not get uh, radiation poisoning working on this no
1: she
2: didn't (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) I'm
0: trying to think this is 2004 and I'm trying to think of like what Roseanne was doing in 2004
1: she had her talk show right
0: was this was this would this have been around that time?
1: I think because you remember like Mick Foley in his book talked about how yeah. his weird experience in her talk show.
0: Yeah, so let's see, Roseanne sitcom. I've got to look at Roseanne in two thousand and four now. Uh, two thousand and four, she voiced Maggie. Yeah, there we go. That's not what I needed to know. The, Rose, the Roseanne show. That was on, that was cancelled in 2000. Oh. (laughs) From 98 to 2000. So, I'm just looking at this and it's just like she did like a lot of like, uh, she had a cooking show called Domestic Goddess. Oh
1: my god.
0: (laughs) And a reality show called The Real Roseanne Show in 2003, which was about hosting the cooking show. (laughs) What? Uh, although thirteen episodes were in production, a hysterectomy brought a premature end to both projects. So that that's that was a weird. So that's that was that was an ABC show. So Disney had it's like okay, well you've got a contract with us, so you want to do a cartoon, <laughs> which seems like how a lot of these shows were going. In
1: the yeah, process. yeah. It's like, uh, well, you know, we already have you here, so yeah. Yeah, you contractually obligated to yeah. do
2: the show.
0: Yeah, uh, we we so th- this show is about like cattle wrestling. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I this movie. I said show, but
1: yeah, well, yeah. I mean,
0: like you have Alameda Slim, mm-hmm. who is, who is stealing cows. Yeah, uh, that,
1: that's. That's kind of the plot of the movie.
0: That's the that's not kind of. That is 100% the plot of the movie. How
1: about cattle
2: rustling?
0: Cattle rustling. But you don't really get to enjoy... There's, no, there's not a lot of humans in this movie. It's a bunch of animals. It's mostly three cows. <laughs> Roseanne, uh, Judy, Judy, Dench. Judy Dench, and Jennifer Wh- Tilly.
1: <laughs> Which, okay. One of those things is not like the other... <laughs>
0: Of the three, honestly, Jennifer Tilly was like the most like fully realized, enjoyable character. Like, yeah, Judy Dench was just an uptight British woman. Uh, which, which I mean, <laughs> it's not. You know. And and Roseanne, it's just a chore every time she has to do like exposition. Or make a joke. Did you laugh at all during this movie? Was there a joke that no in the slightest no for you during no, any of this? No, no, I, no, I, no. It was filled with jokes, and not a single one of them was funny.
1: Do you know what she her 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 performance movie reminded me of? You remember Rosie O'Donnell from Tarzan? Yes, it was that dude, yeah. Yeah. that
0: except except, it was, but as if Rosie O'Donnell was the main character of Tarzan. Yeah, which, it's just so hard to enjoy like it's already hard enough to enjoy but then you have this to go into it it's just boy howdy
1: the opening line of the movie is that's me yes the real stop staring yeah. because she's a cow with udders get it
0: And a lot of fat jokes uh, a lot of a lot of really like for a Disney movie like that kind of crudish humor
1: it's kind like, of spirited
0: it's yeah. It's mean spirited. It's weirdly horny uh, <laughs> at yeah. times. Uh, like the finale of the movie is just like ugh. <laughs> uh,
1: what's the Kumi Jr.'s character's name? Um,
0: uh, let me think. I, I I have a hard. It's not Rico.
1: It's right. oh, well, uh, No.
0: Um, Buck. He's Buck.
1: Buck. Steve yeah. Buscemi's Rico.
0: Steve Buscemi's Rico. Yes. Yeah. No. Steve Buscemi's Wesley.
1: Okay. He's uh, Johnny Rico.
0: Yeah, he's Johnny. <laughs> he's
1: Johnny Rico. Um, Regis Ruffnick.
0: Charles Dennis plays Rico. Um,
1: I don't know who that is.
0: He is nobody. He's absolutely nothing. I can say he Charles is... Durning? Yeah, no, he's just like a playwright and, and stuff. Like
1: <laughs> what? Stuff. What? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right then. It's a weird cast. You got Randy Quaid as Alameda Slim.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a. <sighs>
0: Randy Quaid, another one that uh not no. doing so good these days.
1: No. <laughs> no. It, it's not, it, it's not even the good Quaid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They couldn't uh, get the rookie. I mean, did, hadn't he just done the rookie well, I don't know when the rookie came out.
0: Patrick Warburton has like two seconds in this movie.
1: But <laughs> he'd already done
0: uh yeah. New groove.
1: Groo. And he's he's a very he's a very good voice actor.
0: By this point, like this is 2004, so California Adventure has already opened, so he's also got a sort of permanent role there as the uh, flight attendant for Soren.
1: Yep. So he's, by this point, he's been Gronk and
0: uh,
1: the, oh, you know he hadn't done the tick yet.
0: Yeah, he might have. He might In have 2004, t- I think the tick would have been around then.
1: And, I mean, he obviously was Big Dog from Two Stupid Dogs, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: you know everyone loved him as david putty and seinfeld so
1: yeah but seinfeld was already already done child. by
0: now it's, well yeah yeah what it? but like not because seinfeld ended in 2000 2001 Two
1: thousand one sounds mm, maybe
0: 98 geez okay i felt like it was later than that but maybe, that, maybe i'm thinking of friends or something yeah. so many uh it's, it's funny to think of some of those old sitcoms because, like, you go back and watch them and realize, like, so many of them take place in a post 9 or a pre 9 11 world. Yeah. So it's like a whole lot of nonsense, like, of meeting people at airports and stuff just right. like, yeah, not happening anymore. Or Running like, through security. Yeah. Or, like, um, you know, if you just had a cell phone, none of this would have happened. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, this is like, you know, friends ended, like, two years before. Uh, cell phone boom took off or whatever. <laughs> and
1: then, now we're going to be watching movies with people at the grocery store without dust masks on. Yeah. And they're what, like, oh,
0: remember that? That's so quaint when you didn't have to wear latex gloves. to, go to-
1: I mean, when you didn't dress like you're one of the guys from Dead Presidents?
0: You, no, nah, you have to go out looking like <laughs> Marty McFly as Darth Vader. And- yes,
1: <laughs> I am your density. <laughs> uh, So this movie, here's the thing about this movie, J.J., yeah, because Kubrick and Jeter's in it, right? Yes, and his career had taken a weird trajectory after Jerry Maguire. Yeah, it's it's still kind of on that trajectory. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. this man won an Oscar.
0: He did. He did. Uh, you know, and you know, he did a very bad uh, decision of uh, <laughs> doing Pearl Harbor, which was. Uh, <laughs>
1: he did. Okay, so he did. He did Pearl Harbor. He did like the one. The one good movie I think I remember after Jeremy was like Men of Honor. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, uh, but I like,
0: look, what did he do around this time?
1: He did Rat Race.
0: Yeah, I love Rat Race. Still, he did was in it. Rat Race. Let's see. Two, uh two Radio. Not not a good movie for him. Let's see. So when did Jerry, Jerry Maguire came out? In Ninety six. Did as good as it gets. What dreams may come? Okay, still doing okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, Men of Honor. Okay. Yep, yeah, good movie. Uh, then he did Pearl Harbor.
2: Yeah. Rat Race. Uh huh.
0: Then he got tied up in like the Disney system and he did Snow Dogs.
1: Oh my God. That's what I was thinking of. Boat Snow Oh, gee, many Christmas.
0: Norbit. Daddy Day Camp. Land Before Time, 13.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, I mean, I mean, people give Nick Cage crap for his, t- 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 what happened after he won the Oscar. Yeah. But nah. No. He won the Oscar, and then he did Con Air. Yeah. And The Rock.
0: Uh, yes. And the say, first Ghost you- Rider.
1: <laughs> which, I don't care, I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I found out I think I figured out how uh Randy Quaid got into uh this movie.
1: Uh Dennis Quaid dropped out.
0: Well, his brother Dennis was working on another Disney movie the that Rookie? came out that came out this exact same year. Uh The what? Alamo.
1: <laughs> oh
0: so so uh Disney with two major bombs in two thousand and four. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Was that the one with uh Billy Bob Thornton as Davy Crockett?
0: Yep. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah. Oh. Jason, Jason Patrick <laughs> it
2: is in this. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, so I try to think of all of the cast. Like, I guess, like, the only person with any career trajectory upward is. Steve Buscemi. Yeah,
0: I mean, Judy Dench was still cold and strong. I mean, she, she was, was M. Yeah, like in
1: the Bond franchise. Yeah,
0: and she was in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs>
1: she was in Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, um, I
0: mean, Jennifer Tilly's career sort of maintained its trajectory. <laughs> I mean,
1: she like what's she best kn- well? I can't say what she's best known for, but what she best known for in movies. Like Bride of Chucky and Liar Liar,
0: yeah, pretty much. Like I said, same trajectory. She also did the Haunted Mansion the previous year. Uh, she was she, uh, she was in Monsters Inc.
1: Was she Madame Leota? Um,
0: who was she? Uh, da, da, da. Let's see, who was she in Monsters? There, Monsters Inc. Uh, Jennifer Tilly was Madame Leota. Yep. Yeah. So you know, her career sort of stayed the same. I mean. I don't think, she, yeah. So she didn't gain anything, but she did get a several Disney paychecks God during right. a very short amount of time. So that's something. That's kind of all you need in some instances. And she still does. She's still doing them Chucky movies when she can. So
1: notice we've avoided talking about the actual movie here. What movie? Uh, Bride and Chucky.
0: Right of Chucky. Okay, so you see, uh, there was another doll. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just re- I'm just remembering that they recently put out an action figure two-pack with Bride of Chucky, and it comes with some disgusting accessories. <laughs> cool. Available <laughs> comes, now at FYE. Yeah, it yeah. comes with a turkey baster for reasons that you would obviously know why, and a cup filled with something that you don't shouldn't have an action figure accessory of a cup filled with this. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's great. Yep. What's not great is in 1889 a bunch of cows were stolen off the Dixon farm.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. So that's, yeah <laughs> Alameda Slim able to steal 500 cows in one yep. night. Um you you learn later how he's able to do that in one of the most absurd plot points in Disney history. <laughs>
1: uh, he uh didn't uh the uh, rancher who owns Roseanne Cow has to sell her Yep, to an old lady. Sure. The old lady from Fox and the Hound.
2: Yep.
0: Yep. And uh little what was it? It was called Patch of Heaven It's the farm that yes. Rose, Patch of Roseanne gets sold to. Which um say Like, I don't understand the economy of farms in this universe, like, (laughs) because this farm is just kind of everything. It's, it's not not like it's a dairy farm or a poultry farm or a produce farm. It's just like, no, I got everything. Here's my chickens. Here's my pigs. Although we're also not breeding them. We just have them. It's it's the Charlotte's Web Farm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Some pig. Uh, Um. Anyways, after she buys this cow, the sheriff shows up to say, Look, you owe $750. Pay up or you lose your farm.
1: And the sheriff is in cahoots.
0: Yeah. Hey, spoilers. Oh, no! The sheriff is in cahoots with Alameda Slim. So what you find out later, because you see at one point, you see the Dixon farm going up for sale later on and being bought by... What's his fake name? Uh, oh, Adele or something? <laughs> Odell or something like that? Yes, uh,
1: he's rolling the deep, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. he's,
0: yeah. Um, Skyfall, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
1: Just chasing pavement.
0: Yeah, Yancy Odell is his Yancy Odell Esquire. Yancy,
1: Yancy Odell uh, from uh, Access Hollywood.
0: Yeah, Yancy. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> But anyways, you see it being you see the Dixon farm being bought by Yancey O'dell, and you later find out that this is all his big, weird scheme. Uh, he steals the cows, so the farms go out of business. And when the farms go out of business, he swoops in and buys up the land as a lawyer, Yancey O'dell, and just keeps doing it over and over again. So uh, And you find out that he's able to steal all these cows in a single night. Because he hypnotizes the cows with a yodel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. heard it. it. You heard it right. He can hypnotize cows with a yodel. Uh,
1: (laughs) And then you have to...
0: Unclear if it's magic or just stupid. Both is likely. But (laughs) I'm going to go with just being stupid.
1: He's like uh, the evil. What's the evil dude from Lawn Lawn Ranch? Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want that horse. Yeah, it's not Luigi. Yeah, Lon Lon Ranch. What, the heck
1: is that guy? Oh, who he is? Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, <laughs> that's the that's that's the evil villains plot is um. Real estate investments, <laughs> so, which, to
1: be fair, given the state age, yeah, kind of evil. Yeah, uh,
0: it's and it, like we said, we find out you find out the sheriff was involved, so you know they're doing all that. The cows go on a journey because the, it starts off with them wanting to go into town to put off the to extend out the three days they had to get the seven hundred fifty right. dollars. be past the. County Fair, so they could win a blue ribbon uh, and get which, money,
1: which happens to be exactly seven hundred fifty dollars, isn't it?
0: No, no, it's, or it's the it exact was, amount of. No, it was like $25, 65 dollars. What they find out is that the, uh, um, what, what's the the what the bounty hunter is looking for, who he's looking for, is seven hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Like the bounty is seven hundred and fifty dollars. So then that's like oh. We'll just get Alameda Slim, and that will get us the seven hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Which, which, hey, great! It's the exact amount of money we need. Yeah, funny Yay. how that works. Funny.
0: it couldn't couldn't have been like nine hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. So also, the owner of the farm could have had a little bit of pocket change. Too. Nope, like nope, absolutely. going to
1: be tread water for the rest yep. of your life. Yep. Too bad.
0: You save your farm for now until some other, like, weird, greedy business loser comes up and (laughs) tries to steal it from you.
1: Or just, you forget to pay a bill. Like, oh, sorry.
0: And so Jennifer Tilly Cow, when they finally, like, catch up with... um, We've we've, we've completely eliminated the horse character in this movie altogether. (laughs) Uh, Buck. Buck, because that character is annoying and has very little, like character trajectory it's like he's excited that uh, uh what's his name uh, rico is coming to town rico's gonna need a new horse and then gets disenfranchised when he finds out that rico is working with slim like that's his character trajectory and he's kind of just a jerk to the cows throughout the entire movie until the very end
1: <laughs> it feels like hey it's in the old west so we'd we have a horse character
0: Yeah, they built this whole movie around cows and like, we're in the Wild West and we don't have a horse character. We need to write in a horse character now.
1: (laughs) They should have got the guys who did the treatment for city slickers.
0: (laughs) Yes, it would have helped. Yes. Um, Maggie, right? Yeah, Maggie uh, is tone deaf. She sings, but sings terribly and it drives everyone crazy and she so that's why when slim yodels she's not affected because she's tone deaf yes. which because, again is get it is incredibly stupid and it is taking every fiber of my being just to not start swearing on this episode because i've almost dropped the f bombs seven or eight times we'll well, to explain this plot
1: because the joke is remember when she said to i thought it was bad yeah. So she's, toned, she's toned, Get it.
0: get it? Who else sang the National Anthem bad? I
1: can't uh, think
0: of anyone else who sang the National Anthem bad who's also in this movie. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Uh, Christine Aguilar wasn't in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Uh, boy.
0: Uh. <sighs> so, yeah. Inevitably.
1: <laughs> poor, you poor man. You're just struggling so hard. <laughs> to talk about it hurts.
0: this, it hurts
1: so just, much. like just, I'm just watching you. Like you're trying to give it an effort, and I'm. I'm, it. I'm, I'm with you there, brother. Yeah, I, am, I, I but... don't
0: know. Like there's no. The plot to this movie is so. I, I I will tell you. I will when we get to that part of it. You are going to be so mad when you find out what this movie, how this movie started its life out as, because that movie sounds rad. But, you know, the Disney system, when something sort of enters in, especially during this time frame, it just gets chewed up and spit out, and you get something weird at the end, and this is what you ended up getting. Um, A cow
1: movie starring Roseanne.
0: Yeah, and it's it's the craziest thing, because it's, it's like almost the exact opposite of what this movie started off.
1: <laughs> it feels like, hey... Let's make it a Disney short that we tack on it to a DVD or something.
0: Yeah, it really yeah, it really feels like Disney's tried to make like a weird short. This movie's only like what seventy minutes. Oh, it felt it's, so much longer. It felt so long. Like I watched it in two parts, and this yeah. is again only seventy minutes. Like it, it's it's a struggle. The music is bad. Which I feel bad because one of the songs has a nice intention behind it, uh, but it's all just so – it's ugly. It's – the character designs are all bad. The cows look terrible. Not a single one of those cow designs is even mildly good. But,
1: but now I can't get past the fact that it, that it does look like late, uh, late – Chuck Chuck Jones Chuck, Chuck
0: Jones nonsense. It looks like yeah, yeah it looks like cash in a paycheck Chuck Jones or something. Like, it's like I said,
1: yeah. Not like Ricky Tikki tavvy rug like Chuck Jones We're Yeah. Still okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah, just like okay, you need you need some cow characters. Okay, yeah. Here's a here's a cocktail napkin with some cows on it. Use this.
1: I drew them. Yeah. Um, oh god. They look like the the, the characters, the animal characters, movie look like they're from like a really bad like color form set
0: yeah this movie feels like it should have been in like some sort of weird like 40s package feature like it like somehow it's related by an ancestry to the uh saludos amigos line or something like this is like the american west version of the (sighs) series you know what i mean like it's just like some weird experimental animation thing that they were putting into a bigger feet movie. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, I mean, I feel like that's doing Saludos Amigos a disservice. (laughs) Uh, Which, speaking of spoilers, (laughs) um,
0: luckily I found the lists. We're going to have to update them because I don't know exactly what we've missed. We might just do that off the air, but we're both going to be able to rank this one tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, don't need the, we don't need the lists to rank this particular one. We do anyway, not. Yeah, anyways, uh, we uh they, they 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 obviously catch Alameda Slim. I mean, yes. there, there was no doubt in any my anyone's minds. What if they hadn't and they
1: lost farm?
0: <laughs> it would have been <laughs> It cuts to the ending of the movie is, like, like a big steak dinner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon yeah. and eggs, some, chicken, some fried chicken. Now <laughs> I'm on
1: board with this movie.
0: Oh, man. It certainly feels like that's how it ended. Uh, anyways.
1: I wish I should have got it. This should have come with a free steak dinner to, like...
0: It's like, remember when you bought the Ninja Turtles arcade video game and it came with, like, a coupon for a free I do, pan pizza? For or a personal one. pan pizza, yeah. Yeah, something feels like this. she should have been able to get, like, some sort of, like, it's like, some sort of, like, frozen dinner or something. It's like... Yeah. Some, <laughs> sort of sal, some sort of Salisbury steak meal or something. But, like, a
1: banquet one. Yeah, yeah, Like a banquet. Oh,
2: man. God.
0: Yeah, anyways, they... Not only do they get the... Uh, reward money but they also all win first place at some unseen county fair somewhere like all of them get first place ribbons like from all three cows get a ribbon the chicks get a ribbon like everybody gets gets first place the pigs every single one of them unclear what the prizes were why the chicks three chicks they didn't have it was a bad it was a bad yield that year for chicks uh There's only three of them, but there are four of them. Then they're sassy to uh, Judy Dench cow, so she listens to them.
1: It was whatever county fair that Farmer Hoggett put Babe in. (laughs) Yeah, the same.
0: Yeah. Um, this movie would have been better if it was directed by uh, um, I forget his name now. You know, the director of Babe and Mad Max. (laughs) Oh, George, uh... George Miller. George Miller, Miller yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was a George Romero, like, yes! Now we're talking. Yeah, we're talking. Uh,
0: Buck would have been, like, uh, one of the... He would have been, like, the bitten by a zombie halfway into the movie and was keeping it a secret. <laughs>
1: but it would have been a really, like, a subtle message about uh, the, uh, the use of dairy cows' meat <laughs> or ethically growing...
0: Sure. Yeah. Like food of the gods. Food of the gods. like a food of the gods situation, which, boy, have you ever? You've seen the food of the gods movie, right?
1: Uh, with the rats.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've seen parts of it, but yes. I hate rats, so not a lot of it.
0: I think they're really shooting rats in that movie. <laughs> that movie is, I, I. That movie's is like, I, I have good memories of that schlocky movie. Uh, it's a good story, and I have the Marvel adaptation of that movie too. I,
1: I, I mean, that kind of cheers me up to think that they actually kill
2: rats. <laughs> because Cause... like,
0: because like, they're you know how they're doing like them walking on miniature sets and stuff, and I can't. Yeah. They, if they're not really shooting rats, they just got them loaded up with squibs and shooting at them, but it's still making them reel back as if they would really been shot. It's kind of terrifying in a way, but
1: no, yep. kill rats, kill them all, <laughs> kill them all. I'm listen, I'm Henry Jones Senior. In this case, dad, <laughs> yeah, they're rats. rats.
0: Uh, so. Production of this movie. Let's just get right out of this movie. Yeah. Because I think the production is more upsetting in a way. Because it also had a really cool name at first, too. Um, This movie was actually pitched before um, um, Pocahontas. So this movie dates back a ways at this Mm -hmm. point. Almost a decade at this point. Because Pocahontas was 98, I think? 97, 98? Yes. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Anyways, the idea was oh. to be uh, Cap- Captain's Courageous Western. And I don't know if you know Captain's Courageous.
2: Uh, uh, I've
1: heard the name. But I don't know for sure what it is.
0: It's a root. It's one of uh, Rudyard Kipling's other stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be like a Western version of that. Um, so he turned in his treatment uh, and it was greenlit. Uh, the original title of the movie was Sweating Bullets. Yeah, that's a movie.
1: That's a that's a 1980s like yeah. Stallone cop
0: movie. Yeah, it's yeah Cobra Two. Cobra bullets. Two
1: sweat bullets. Uh, you bad shot. It
0: was a, it was originally a story about a cowboy uh, that gets caught up in a supernatural western. Okay. So he's in a ghost town. Yep. Like an actual ghost town. Okay. And so like it's an, it is. Slim, Alameda Slim, is an undead cattle hustler. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and, but they changed it a little bit, and it was going to be a, a, about a bull named Bullets uh, that wanted to be like horses in the herd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. yeah, but, it's, starting, it's starting to deviate a little bit, uh, as you can see. But, but the boy, idea that, of like that, an
1: undead that, cowboy western, man.
0: Yeah, an undead an, animated supernatural cowboy western... Uh, With ghost uh, cow hustling. Hell yes. The coolest idea. And they they could
1: have got like a good like somebody to do a cover of Ghost Riders in the Sky, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Nope. Instead, no. Instead, in
0: 1999, it kind of they kind of went back to it, and it says. uh, the story artist suggested a different approach to the story with one that involved three cow protagonists who become bounty hunters to save the farm, which is what happens in the movie, but that doesn't feel like what happens in the movie. They they're don't never become re- bounty
1: hunters per se.
0: They're bounty hunting, but I like the idea of that being sort of acknowledged that they're taking on the role of bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the movie just sort of steamrolled into being this and you had a uh will finn um returning to uh this because he had just been uh he just came back from oh who did road to el dorado uh, dreamworks he was at yes. dreamworks for a little bit that was uh,
1: jeff Goldblum wasn't
0: it yeah and so he was he so the director of this movie uh, a supervising animator and stuff like came back on board for this movie after Road to El Dorado was done and <laughs> finished this up, which is like Road to El Dorado, much better movie <laughs> Still
1: not a great movie
0: Still not a great movie, but still much better
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so huh. I feel bad because Alan Menken wrote the music for this and we know that he's capable of fantastic music Um. He's
1: wrote some of the best Disney stuff ever.
0: Yeah, he started writing music for *Sweating Bullets* a year and a half after *Hercules*, according to him. God, I want a
1: sweatbox version of this movie. I know. Movie.
0: I don't feel like there's anything like that because it just sounds like a bunch of like script notes and stuff. It just—I I, I feel like there's not enough like visuals to go with that. But it would be nice to get a little more in there. <laughs> So, little patch of heaven, the song that's in the middle of the movie, that sung by Katie Lang, which you know, who's a great singer. Yeah, her,
1: her, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, The villain's song, (laughs) "Yodelady," it contains William Tell Overture. The Ninth Symphony and the eighteen twelve overture in it. It's it's a yodel consisting of those three things. Yeah. Um, ugh. And so you know that song "Will the Sun Ever Shine Again"? Yes. That's Bonnie Wright saying that's in this movie. Yeah. So you know where that song like... came from? No. <laughs> Alan Menken wrote it after nine eleven.
1: Oh my god.
0: It's his nine eleven song.
1: Oh my god.
0: That they Could, shoved into this movie.
1: They should have got the Alan Jackson 911 song instead.
0: Yeah, Stairway to Heaven instead.
1: <laughs> Where were you when you watched this awful movie?
0: I mean, this is two years later. This like, and, and so you just kind of shoved this movie. There's a song into this movie. This song again, like I said at the start of this, with relatively good intentions. But you and, and body Raitt, I mean, fantastic job singing it. But it has no business being in this movie. It just—it feels like the sadness that's coming where the song shows up was unnecessary, just as an excuse to get this song in there. And I—I will never know.
1: We wrote a sad part for this movie just because.
0: Just because he has a really sad nine eleven song, and he's not a top forty musician, and <laughs> so um, it's the only way he's going to get it out there. So, we talked about it last time when we were doing Brother Bear, but this was originally. They swip, switched spots. This was supposed to be uh, last year, and Brother Bear was supposed to be this year, 2004. But they swapped them because they wanted to have Brother Bear be promoted on the Lion King DVD. Um, again, no idea why. It's not like Please Brother why? Bear. It's not like Brother Bear. Is like, oh, Brother Bear is the animal movie, so we need to put it on the other animal movie because this is animal movie too.
1: Which is part of the problem. Like, let's just make some animal movies.
0: So yeah, so it opened. When did when did I say it opened? That April second, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Um, hit. Uh, its budget was a hundred and ten million.
1: <laughs> did it make
0: oh, made its money back it was 146 million but for a disney animated film that's not that's that's that's, not a big profit that's what you made but you certainly didn't get money you didn't profit because this is disney so much money goes into promotion and stuff like we don't know hollywood math is weird right Uh, so who knows what where, where this Really ended up being. This came out on VHS, by the way, also. 2004, you can get a VHS of this. So
1: it's one of the last VHS Disney last, films.
0: Would have been one of the last Disney VHSs It
1: should have stayed on VHS.
0: Yeah. Uh, it has 53% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Whoo, that's generous.
0: I Yeah, yeah. I agreed with that. Metacritic has it at 50 out of 100, which puts it at exactly, like half so it's like that would that's a failing grade i mean that's still
1: uh, generous
0: yeah roger ebert gave it two and a half stars also generous that's uh, considering he's got a four star scale he says two and a half is like good on his scale so (laughs) this, (sighs) this exact quote is a movie like this is fun for kids right quick-paced with with broad, outrageous characters. But Home on the Range doesn't have the crossover quality of the great Disney films like Beauty and the Beast and Lilo and Stitch, and it doesn't have the freshness and originality of a more traditional movie like Lilo and Stitch. Its real future, I suspect, lies in home video. It's only 76 minutes long, and all, but although kids will like it, their parents will be sneaking to look at their watches. Um,
1: I, I admittedly... Was staring at my phone through most of the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was definitely playing Animal Crossing during the second half of this movie. Uh, <laughs> was
1: there, uh, I feel like I don't remember there being McDonald's time, but I feel like there should have been, but also kind of that's hilarious that there was.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna look that up now. I'm just reading reviews right now. Box Office, uh, it's opening box office weekend, it grossed 14 million dollars, and it, it opened fourth. We will get into the movies of 2000. We will get get into what movies were ahead of it. Uh, We'll get into the 2004 movies. But also, uh, following the release of The Alamo, which was met with poor box office returns, it was reported that Disney had to write down $70 million in 2004 for these two movies alone. So, yay. Let's look at... I need to now look at Home on the range, kids meal. Is there anything? <laughs> no, nope, just pictures of cows.
1: Because I feel like <laughs> the yeah. fact that the main character is a cow, would you really want to put a hamburger or happy meal?
0: <laughs> yeah, but also, when do they really care?
1: <laughs> that's true
0: although I do see it's not listed in the Wikipedia page but there is absolutely a home on the range Game Boy Advance game of course there is because why not because it's the 2000s and the, and the Game Boy Advance has everything every product
1: Yeah, uh, I mean just find Mary-Kate and Ashley Crush Course
0: were there any home on the range toys Yes. <laughs> yes of course there, there were. were boy these are some of the sad it's just it's just like those pvc toys you know like you just get like a big tub of like farm animals for kids to play with they've all got yep. bases built into them
1: like the tube of toys you get at, like a yeah. hobby lobby or somewhere yeah
0: and it's got like fence pieces and there's some plush stuff like there's lucky jack rabbit which i did like that character the peg leg Jack, the peg like threat- Jack Rabbit. Yeah, yep. that was good. It was
2: alright. Okay.
0: I, I, I was, I got nervous for a second because I just saw a bunch of Lincoln Logs, and I was like, "Do not tell me they cross promoted with Lincoln Logs." <laughs> <laughs> they did not. They, they, they. Luckily, they did not. So, were there what? any other Home on the Range video games? I don't even know if there's the Home on the Range and some sort of like a. Uh Oh there's there's several home on the range games or at least two. That's great. It's
1: so like Game Boy Advance and game I'm going to guess no,
0: Game Boy Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Advance they just milked it for what they could. Yeah, two Game Boy Advance games. It looks like jeez. Wow. Wow. Well, it's, I mean it's what uh, you just you just I mean it's horses and cows. You can do whatever the hell you need with it.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, what is it? The platformer game
0: ugh, no, no theme park nonsense at all.
1: Of course period. not.
0: Period, because the movie was a failure out the gate, and Disney wasn't doing well, and you're now dealing with, um, you have Pixar doing better than you, you have DreamWorks doing better than you. <laughs> Disney Disney did have uh, one uh, success this year in 2004. Would you like to get into the films of two thousand and
1: four? Let's do it. Nick, in two
0: thousand and four, can you guess any of the top ten?
1: <sighs> I I'd have to cheat, so I don't I can't think of any offhand.
0: Okay. I'll start at number one. It's an animated sequel. I'll give you hints, see if you can figure it out.
1: Is it Shrek two?
0: It is Shrek two. Making four hundred and forty one million dollars.
1: That's a Shrek two is fun.
0: Yeah, I like I, I like the first two Shrek movies. I like Shrek one a lot, but I like the yeah, two. Yeah, uh, Number two, one of the biggest comic book movies of all time. <laughs>
1: uh, Spider-Man two. Yep. yep.
0: Spider-Man two, uh, great movie still.
1: Uh, the best of the Spider-Man trilogy.
0: Yes, for sure. I. Like Alfred Molina is Doc
1: Ock. Great. Great perfect,
0: cast. perfect casting for that. Like, a great characterization of Doctor.
1: Yeah, Octopus. I, 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 I love Spider-Man. Too. Yeah, uh,
0: it was the first like truly great comic book movie. Like, not just like great for nerds like us that get to mark out. Yeah. At, at Wolverine popping his claws or whatever. It's right. just like this is actually like oh this this one actually has crossover appeal.
1: Yeah, it's also a really great toy line for that movie.
0: Yeah, uh, the Spider-Man Two action figure is still like. Incredibly good. It has
1: he came with the bass and the? Yeah,
0: he'd actually like hang him upside down, like from stuff. Like there's some good stuff going on.
1: Those was those a good line.
0: Yeah, uh, number three, Passion of the Christ.
1: Oh boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, Passion of the Christ. That made a buttload of money.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, c- considering like what this came out April. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like
0: I, I remember. So I always tell this story because I always say like sword and sorcery fantasy was never my thing. So I never got into the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. So I've only seen Fellowship and Return of the King. And the only reason I saw Return of the King is because me and my friend, uh, who I do the other podcast with, actually, the uh, the Untitled Movie Show, um, we went to go see this because that's just what we did. We'd like to go see what was the big release release. At the time. Right. This is 2004 when we're both bums with nothing to do. We've graduated from high school and have no jobs. So, uh, or like our jobs are like, you know, minuscule at best. So what, where are you going to get, go to the movies? So we said, we're going to go to Passion of Christ. We're going to opening weekend because it feels like the biggest crowd possible will be the best way to go. Uh, it was sold out. So that's when I saw Return of the King because it was still in theaters. And so I saw Fellowship and Return of the King and that's it. <laughs> um, and we I... went back the, and we went back the next night to see Passion of the Christ and it was the right choice uh seeing it with a theater packed full of those people was an experience in a half uh,
1: <laughs> I've heard stories of people openly sobbing in that movie in the, the theater woman,
0: yeah the woman behind me bawling absolutely when he was getting whipped with the cat of nine tails and stuff like openly bawling like like ugly crying you know what I mean like Snot bubble crying, <laughs> like it was... and you're just like,
2: "What's going
0: on?" And I'm just like, I oh. <laughs> <laughs> I comfortable?" Yeah. Uh, number four, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban.
1: I, you know what, I like Prisoner of Azkaban. Most uh, people
0: you... do. Most people seem to like like that one more than all of them. Well, here's
1: why: because you get Gary Oldman.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Gary 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 Oldman as. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh my god, my wife's gonna get mad at me. Serious Black. Serious Black.
0: There you go. You saved another day. Oh no, <laughs>
1: boy, if I forgot the piece of the Harry Potter trivia there.
0: Uh, number five The Incredibles. A movie that oh, I would yes. much rather have.
1: Yes. Yeah. Hey, that's a good Disney movie.
0: Think about that. Disney is putting out Home on the Range and. DreamWorks also did not DreamWorks, uh, Pixar also Disney is putting out The Incredibles. You could not be further apart nope. in quality, like <laughs> it, visually, scripting, acting, all of, soundtrack, all of it. Or <laughs> just
2: like,
1: like the groundbreaking, yeah.
0: yeah. Disney Disney tried to break no new ground with this. It was just business as usual. It I didn't
1: mean, work. yeah. Technically, The Incredibles also superhero movie. So
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, superheroes are really. Uh, after this, after here, uh, it's kind of game on. Uh, yeah. Superheroes are going. Within four years, you have the first Iron Man, which is, uh, you know, oh, here comes, here comes Marvel dusting off the B Squad.
1: Yeah, I was like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> That guy.
0: Okay. Well, I hope he can keep. Like, I hope he. I hope he can keep out of rehab long enough. Yeah. Because he didn't trust him still at that point. Yeah. Like,
1: well, I mean, good thing they only gave him like a cut of the merch of the merch, yeah. the, the, the box office.
0: <laughs> Rottweil.
1: Oh
0: man, uh, number six. The day after tomorrow. Oh God. People were still going to Roland Emmerich movies.
1: Yeah, they were.
0: Um, I've definitely seen that movie. Uh, uh, is that the one
1: with Randy Quaid in it? Uh,
0: yes. Let's find out. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yes. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal plays
1: Dennis Quaid's son in that movie. Yeah. And they all go to Mexico, I think, at the end of the movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's...
0: I, li- I, I do like uh, Roland Emmerich just sort of cashing in on whatever he can. Because he also did that 2012 movie. He did.
1: did I mean, he he also was responsible for the first Independence Day.
0: Independence Day and Stargate.
1: And unfortunately, Godzilla.
0: Yes. Yes. mm -mm. Uh, What was the... uh, And he did one of the White House movies. Oh. uh, Not the Fallen, but the other one. White House Down? White House Down with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he did White House Down. Yeah. Somehow Olympus has fallen was the successful one, and it spawned two sequels.
1: The first Olympus is down is all right for what it is. Like I buy Gerard Butler as an action star.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like Gerard Butler, but boy, does he need a better agent or something? Like (laughs) because. I want to see him in stuff. Just I want to see him in stuff, but he's a. Yeah. stuff I don't want to see. Yeah, so, like I don't it's... want to see Gamer. I want to see.
1: I'm not going to go watch Machine Gun Preacher, which eh, yeah. maybe. Yeah,
0: I, I want more. I, 300 should have got him every major. Role yeah, in, but nope.
1: And he, for I mean, he was honestly okay in Phantom. Yeah, he was fine a Phantom. He's not a bad singer, as it turns oh. out.
0: Uh, number seven, The Bourne Supremacy.
1: Yep, that's a good movie.
0: I like those. First three born movies. The born movies lot. are
1: pretty good.
0: Then you did born with Hawkeye, which was not good.
1: Then you did the born ultimatum.
0: Uh, with the thoughts. Well, uh, Suprem- no. What? Uh, born identity. Born supremacy. Born ultimatum. Born legacy, which is the Hawkeye one. An is... movie. And then just Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> which born is the Matrix, last one. Which is the last one, and it's an okay movie, but it's shot like crap makes me nauseous. and I usually don't get nauseous, but it is just unbelievably shaky.
1: (laughs) Just like, oh, Jason Bourne's just like using some, like, jujitsu stuff. (laughs) Uh,
0: Number eight, Shark Tale.
1: Mm. Dang, Will Smith in it.
0: Will Smith, a DreamWorks movie. Two DreamWorks with two movies in the two animated films in the top ten of 2004.
1: Shark Tale was a bad movie.
0: It is. It's it's only saved by Will Smith in the slightest of sense. Uh, That's because a Chris on that. Yes. And it's actually... Shark Tale is one of those things where, because of who's involved with the studio, uh, you can get a lot of names. Was Will Smith, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese is in it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's the only cartoon he's ever done. Angelina Jolie, Jack Black, Renee Zellweger, Ziggy Marley. <laughs> Okay, Dougie Doug. Remember Dougie Doug, Peter. Yes, Peter Falk and Katie Couric are all in this movie. It is, a, it is a packed movie. Uh, I could you could see why people would be excited for it. Sure. Number nine, The Polar Express.
1: I like Polar Express. Polar Express, I like Polar uh, Express. it's Polar a Express, meme, but yeah.
0: you know, Polar Express is a big sort of book in the old holder household. It's just it is of, a
1: favorite book of mine
2: from childhood. Yeah, so yeah,
0: uh, we have plenty of Polar Express decorations when Christmas time rolls around. Uh, you know, signed copy of the book. It's it's been as a kid. Even my mom loves the book still and all that. So, like it's it's important. So when that movie came out, me and my mom absolutely went to go see the Polar Express, and we watch it every year. Uh, it's weird because of how uncanny valley it is. Yep. I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me as much as it does other people.
1: Do you have the Lionel train set?
0: Uh, yes. Yes,
1: I
2: do.
0: (laughs) I
1: never got a chance to get it. I'm sure they release it every year.
0: It comes out every year. Hallmark releases the same ornaments every year too, which is always a bummer because there was like a good, like three years where there was a new Polar Express ornament. And then they just started re-releasing the same one over and
1: over again. It's fine. Just, you get the conductor.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, and number 10, National Treasure. Speaking of Nick Cage.
1: That's an okay movie.
0: Yeah, it's fine. It's Disney. It's Disney's one of the only successes they had that year. So. And live action. Yeah. I like that movie. It's silly. It's fun. It's like, it's it's Nick Cage being a, just an actor and not actually being like Nick Cage, which is yeah. once in a while.
1: Uh, you got John Voight being super John voight in this movie. Oh though.
0: boy, yeah.
1: Speaking is... of problematic people.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy.
1: Why yeah. doesn't Angelina talk to him anymore? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what else came out in 2004 that wasn't a big deal? Along came Polly, that Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston movie.
1: Yeah, that's right. Jennifer Aniston was getting movie roles.
0: <laughs> a uh, uh, The animated release, the theatrical release of Teacher's Pet, the movie of that Disney TV, cartoon TV show that was on starring Nathan Lane and Kelsey Grammer.
1: Never saw it. Yeah. Does not ring a bell.
0: Yeah. You would recognize the character designs if you saw it. You'll look it up later. But yeah, Nathan Lane is a dog that goes to human school. (laughs) Okay. The butterfly effect.
1: Ah, yes. Ashton Kutcher.
0: (laughs) Win a date with Tad Hamilton. (laughs) You Got Served came out this year. Fun. I actually do like You Got Served. That's a fun yep. movie. It's 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 incredibly stupid, but the right kind of incredibly stupid. It's it's
1: like the Fast and of street dancing movies. Yeah,
0: and they keep making them. They show up every once in a while still.
1: <laughs> well, they keep making Honey. They keep yeah.
0: Barbershop Shop too back in business.
1: Uh, favorite of my dad's. My dad likes Barber Shop series.
0: Uh, miracle. Uh, uh,
1: miracle the Miracle and Ice movie with Kurt Russell. Yep.
0: Kurt yeah. Russell. That's a good they? Movie. They it's, uh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's, they yeah. They
1: do their best not to make uh, Mike Ruzioni look like a terrible person.
0: Yeah, they 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 did they did all they could. They really that's probably where most of the budget. Was.
1: Yeah, it's like, hey, can we write so he doesn't like take credit for everything after the movie?
0: <laughs> uh, Fifty first dates.
1: Uh that's
0: I, You know what? I don't
1: dislike that movie.
0: Confessions of a teenage drama queen. Not Disney, to know. Disney, Disney again! I was like, "We got Lindsay Lohan. We're just gonna keep. We're gonna, uh, this, we're gonna make her a star from Hell or High Water."
1: Yes, and <laughs> oh god, that was Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, have they already moved on from Hillary Duff at this point?
0: Two thousand four, yeah,
1: yeah. They'd already like got off the Duff Express Euro Trip. <laughs> okay, that they're still making those movies too. Uh,
0: welcome to Mooseport. A very rare Ray Romano starring film.
1: <laughs> Ray Romano and Gene Hackman.
0: Yeah. 2004. This is 2004 and it's a Gene Hackman in a weird sitcom comedy feature. I don't
1: or, know. It, here's the funny thing. I know quite a bit about to Mooseport because I've seen it a few times. <laughs> Gene you. Hackman is a former president who's running for mayor oh. of Mooseport. Okay. And Ray Romano's character is the current mayor.
0: <laughs> and, and and hijinks ensue.
1: Oh, they hate each other. And Gene Hackman tries to steal his girlfriend away.
0: Oh, I, th- I feel like Gene Hackman could easily steal Ray Romano's girlfriend.
1: <laughs> because it's Gene Hackman.
0: <laughs> Club Dread. I like Club Dread. I like those Broken Lizard movies. Like Club Dread. Oh, my God. Um, is
1: this after Beer Fest? This
0: is after... Oh, they, they they worked in a very small window of time. So Yeah. It, like, yeah. it, it might have been...
1: Super Troopers, Beerfest, and then and Club, Club Dread, Dread, or but Super Troopers was the first. Of them. Super
0: Troopers was the first, yeah. So I like those three. I like yeah. Beerfest. Beerfest is very fun. Uh, Club Dread, I I do like that movie. Super, it's not the best, but, but
1: Super Troopers that. is clearly the...
0: the oh the superior by a oh. long shot. Yeah, uh, Hidalgo, <laughs> starring Viggo Mortensen
1: right yeah. right
0: opening the same day as starsky and hutch
1: oh my god owen wilson of ben stiller
0: yeah and uh snoop dogg
1: yeah the the, the the legacy of that movie is the gif of ben stiller saying do it
0: do it yeah yeah yep, yep. uh i'm trying to think of I actually saw that in theaters. I don't know why. Starsky and Hutch. I was never a big fan of Starsky and Hutch the series. And then I was like, okay, I'll see. I guess I liked Ben Stiller right now. I don't know.
1: Is Starsky and Hutch like one of the Quinn Martin TV shows?
0: Certainly seems like it should have been. (laughs) Maybe. Secret Window, the Johnny Depp movie. Spartan, uh, starring Val Kilmer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, he was still... felt. Yeah. ish.
0: Spartan's actually a pretty decent movie, I think, but it's got a good cast. He's also got like Ed O'Neill in it, <laughs> Which, it's always a treat when Ed O'Neill pops up on your screen. You are like, hey,
1: hey, <laughs> it's Uncle Buck, or uh no, uh, no, what's the what's the one? Was he in Dutch, 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 uh,
0: Dawn of the Dead,
2: the remake,
0: the Zack Snyder movie, uh, for my money. Zack Snyder's best movie <laughs> it, you know what
1: it's that Watchmen I guess yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I like is...
0: I like 300 but I, I think Dawn of the Dead's a better movie yeah. <laughs>
1: this is actually like it's a pretty good retelling of it
0: yeah it's, it, it does the original story justice which yep. It uh, can be a trick with Zack Snyder movies of doing the source justice at times, mm-hmm. uh, especially especially after he's matured as a filmmaker and he decides he realizes now he can nobody's going to say no to him. So <laughs> I, I do
1: wish they included the helicopter zombie though. Yeah, and they should have had blue. They should have had blue skin. Yeah, uh-huh. but my favorite part of that movie is the dude on the roof. <laughs> Sniping celebrities.
0: The celebrity look like zombies. Jay yeah. Lino. Burt Reynolds. Reynolds, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah that's, the, yes, absolutely one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Uh, what else? We got anything I don't care about? Jersey Girl. Okay.
1: No, right. no, <laughs> no. I like Jersey Girl.
0: Yeah? <laughs>
2: I do. Okay.
1: I don't, I, listen, this movie gets a bad rap because Ben Affleck and jennifer lopez were in it on screen for like 45, 45. seconds I was gonna say
0: it's like the very the opening of the movie and then she, the, they she kill started. her off and then the She's rest of the movie then, yeah
1: then you get Liv tyler who oof, mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of like early 2000s Liv tyler
0: <laughs> george carlin's in it <laughs>
1: he is in it and uh oh god what's his name um the blind guy from... Or the uh, the blind guy from uh, Oh Brother. Uh...
0: Yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, ooh, opening the same day as Jersey Girl, The Lady Killers.
1: Oh my God. Who was in that movie?
0: It was Tom Hanks. Wait. Uh, it was the one... It was a remake of an old movie. It's a Coen Brothers movie where he's the southern dandy gentleman who's... They're trying to rob a bank, and this nice old woman's uh, house is the perfect location for them. So yeah. He, he brings in his crew. and uh, yeah, yeah, I actually like that movie.
1: I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh,
0: yeah. You should. It's a Coen Brothers yeah. movie, so you know what yeah. you're getting I like comics see. movies. Yeah. And it's got... Um, it's, who else is in it? Uh, Marlon Wayans. Okay. J.K. Simmons. There you go. That's that. He was the other really good character in that. It's fun to see Tom Hanks as like that kind of character.
1: Yeah. Also, like J.K. Simmons is pretty good at everything.
0: In everything. Uh, yep. Never Die Alone, the D.M.X. movie. <laughs> Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed, which is one of the movies that opened up and beat. Uh, Home on the Range, where it was like, was whoever beat Home on the Range during its time. Is period. that,
1: that's where Scrappy's the bad guy?
0: Scrappy's the villain, yeah. Which, no. <laughs> Also, uh, the next week, Hellboy opened. Yeah!
1: I like that first Hellboy movie.
0: Yeah, it is. I love Guillermo del Toro movies. Yeah. Um, by and large, all of them, so... <laughs> So that also was one of the movies that beat Home on the Range.
1: Well, I mean, it should have. It's a good movie. Yeah.
0: Uh, Walking Tall.
1: So I saw Walking Tall at it. A... I saw Walking Tall in a dollar theater.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh,
1: and I was like, yeah, okay. I feel all right watching this for a dollar.
0: <laughs> I definitely saw that in normal theater.
1: Yeah. Like, huh. Well
0: I like the original Walking Tall. The original movie.
1: Yeah, well, I mean it's it's nothing like the original movie. I know, that
0: that's why it was such a bummer. It's like the character's name isn't even the same.
1: Well I mean <laughs> yeah. I think I remember like the rock talking about it. He goes, Well obviously since you know I'm African American, they can't call me like a Buford Pusser. I'm like, oh I know, but still like
0: I think they could. I, I feel like, like Buf- I
1: also once you get to the story of Buford Pusser, like yeah. what like yeah. a real story of that dude. It's like
2: what?
0: Uh the whole 10 yards. There's the Alamo. Ella, yeah. Ella Enchanted. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead's great.
1: It's my second favorite of the Cornetto trilogy.
0: It's your first is it Hot Fuzz?
1: Of course it is.
0: Of course, it has to be Hot Fuzz. World's, <laughs> ends,
1: World's End, is fine.
0: I was gonna say if it's World's End, um, <laughs> it's
1: fine. But... all
0: the podcast would be about is why. But <laughs>
1: but no, it's obviously Hot Fuzz.
0: Uh, Kill Bill Volume Two.
1: I like Kill Bill Volume Two.
0: I like Volume One more. I was the weirdo that liked Volume One more. <laughs>
1: uh, and I like okay. When I say I like it more, I, I say I like it more. I like the ending of that movie better. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Yeah, he just like they make it mad and he walks away and dies.
0: Yeah. Ooh, the Punisher.
1: Yeah, buddy. I saw that in theaters.
0: Thomas Jane John Travolta,
1: that Kevin movie, Nash. That movie, <laughs> that movie is stupid and, and incredible.
0: I love okay. I love this Punisher. I love Punisher Warzone.
1: <laughs> oh and that that's with uh, what's his face?
0: Yeah, um, widow's peak. bolt off actually <laughs> yeah. for
1: the warrior story. Yeah, I, uh, Ray Fenson. Yes.
0: Race, yes, yeah. I love that. I love Zone. It's 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 a mess of a movie, and I love it. It's Every gory.
1: It. It's a gory nightmare. But
0: I love that they just stopped the movie for like a couple of seconds so he blows up a parkour guy with a rocket launcher. Yep, they, the parkour guy was just part of like a gang that had no business with Frank, but still.
1: He's <laughs> going do it. But, yeah. dude, I, look, Thomas Jane committed to this character.
0: Yeah, he he, re, he reprised the character. Well, like, it's it, it
1: short, right?
0: He did a short and he was the Punisher in like, Marvel Superhero Squad, like that animation version of this little preschool toy. Yeah. Where he played, where he, and he made a reference to that short film in yep. that thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, that movie, remember, uh, you remember the song for that movie? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm yeah. a hero,
0: <laughs> Man, I'm going to watch that movie again. I like that movie.
1: <laughs> That's I, I, That was the uh, Marvel Legends 6 yeah. movie Punisher, by the
0: way. Yep. Yep. Uh, so really, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the Punisher honestly does have a relatively decent track record with adaptions. Like, minus the t- even the Dolph Lundgren one is stupid. Yeah. But so. it's the right kind of eighties stupid. Uh, it's a bad Punisher film, but kind of a good like eighties C level action film. Right. That you would like a VHS, you know, kinda of nonsense. But like the Punisher, the Punisher Warzone and the Netflix series are all very good. Sure. <laughs> I mean v- varying degrees of good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean t- t- there are worse things associated with the Punisher these days. Yeah. It's gonna leave it at that.
0: Leave it leave it where it's leave it where it is. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Man on Fire. Love that movie.
1: Oh, Denzel watched it.
0: Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, <laughs> Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's all so good. I love that movie. And it's a Tony Scott film. Love Tony Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I I I miss Tony Scott. I wish things worked out better for him in his life. Um, cause, yeah. it's a
1: weird place, the uh, film industry.
0: Yeah. Did, uh, but, uh, you know, because if he was still with us, I mean, Top Gun 2 is coming out and it's not by him. And that's a big bummer because he was working on it before he did what he did. And but, it's it's that's
1: pushed till December, I think, now. Yes,
0: it was pushed till December now.
1: I don't... I have... Dude, I love the first Top... I love Top Gun. I love Top Gun. But I'm a little... I you know don't...
0: Why, do you know why I'm not that particularly worried about Top Gun? Is because, A, Tom Cruise is bringing his all to everything he does now. Even the Mummy movie that was bad, he was great in it. I yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Um, and the director is the guy behind Tron Legacy. and
2: um,
1: You personally love Tron Legacy. I
0: love Tron Legacy. And Only the Brave, which is actually a really good movie about those... Uh, those wildfire firefighters hmm. that died and it's a very 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 good movie um so all the right all the pieces are in place for it to be a good movie a good sort of few like you know 20 years later 30 years later kind of thing like, John also like ed harris in it yeah
1: which hey okay fine
0: ah uh, the bobby jones movie came out this year in 2004 so yay mean girls Mean Girls came out this year. That
1: that movie's taken on life, like you That's,
0: know. I, I when it came out, I remember it not being anything, and in recent years, it's become a massive thing.
1: It's a musical now.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh, Tina Fey wrote it, th- right? I never,
0: th- yes. Oh, it's she, uh, yeah, and uh,
1: Rachel or uh, uh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, Tina yeah.
0: Fey, uh, and it's kind of it's got a good cast for a, a high school based movie Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um like i never thought of ever seeing it again but apparently it is just not that case for a lot of people so good on it (laughs) new york minute one of the very last mary kate and ashley olsen movies
1: that's when they're that's that's when they were super super skinny
0: yeah and bob saget is their dad in the movie
1: (laughs) oh is he really (laughs) yeah oh man
0: Let's see anything else? Supersize me. Okay. Okay. That's that's fine. That changed a lot. That changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> that yeah, still- it did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Van Helsing.
1: Huh. Well. Okay. So there that are parts of got- that
0: movie. That, there's parts of that movie that I really enjoy.
1: <laughs> the, it, it, the parts I enjoy all involve Kate Beckinsale.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like the creature design of that movie. Yeah, kind of interesting. They did some interesting stuff with some. I mean, I like it, the I like the idea behind it, like more than <laughs> where, where how it came out. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I, I guess in the way it's kind of like a like one of the House of Frankenstein or House of Dracula movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that came out. Anything Troy? I like Troy. Uh, the Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bana, Orlando Bloom. I like that movie. It's not great, but it's the right kind of sort of period piece nonsense.
1: It's very of its time when it came
0: yeah. out. Shrek 2, Day After Tomorrow, Raising Hell. Soul Plane! <laughs> I just mentioned it earlier, and here it is again Chronicles of Riddick. I really, really, really I like Chronicles of Riddick. of Riddick. I really like that movie. It bums me out that, like, there isn't more of them like you get the three main movies and that's it so
1: let me ask you a question as somebody who loves Fast and Furious okay. which you do yeah, would you trade Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious for more Riddick movies yes <laughs>
0: But I, but I guess with the caveat of is they do have to be good. I mean, like they have to be good in terms of what these Riddick movies are. They just can't just be slapdash together. I need them to be on equal par uh, of Chronicles of Riddick or the Fast and the Furious movies. It needs to be <laughs> of of equal quality.
1: And <laughs> I, 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 I forget he's Groot too. Sometimes
0: it's like oh, <laughs> he's Groot? I've heard that he. Like it's not just like one sample that they use over and over again. He really does record all of those
1: with different (laughs) emphasis. Yeah,
0: Uh, the Garfield movie. (laughs) Oh my god! Starring Bill Murray as Garfield,
1: where he, he he'll talk about it and be like, "Yeah, I did that movie," because he kind of sounded like Lorenzo music.
0: No, it's well. What I've heard is. That he agreed to that movie because it is directed by Joel Cohen and he thought it was one of the Cohen right. movies. Right. And didn't know until it was so done, said and done. Was, oh, oh, it wasn't. <laughs> it
1: was, Do you know the, the connection to, to that movie and Ghostbusters?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Lorenzo Music did the voice of Peter in the the Ghost, Ghostbusters. We're Ghostbusters and yeah. then he does the and voice he, of, of Garfield. Which Lorenzo I'm
1: Music sorry. Calls, Lorenzo Music is the voice of Garfield.
0: Yes. And it turns out Music is the Voice of Garfield and Peter in the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So now Peter is the voice of Garfield. Yeah. It's kind of like a
1: fun. Little... Weird
0: Ouroboros of Ghostbusters in Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite came out this year. Okay. That's a good movie. Still yeah, still a good movie. The Stepford drives remake, directed by Frank Oz.
1: Oh, the one with uh, Nicole Kitman.
0: Nicole Kitman and Matthew Broderick.
1: And Faith Hill's in that I think too.
0: Yes, she is. Bette Midler uh yeah glenn close is in it yeah that's okay uh, so fine uh, frank oz is a good movie director so frank I mean, it oz... came out fine
1: did frank oz direct uh the blues brothers yes and of course little shop of horrors
0: oh well, yeah which uh around the world in 80 days came out this year but that's
1: a jackie chan in it jackie
0: chan and steve coogan <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And it was also in the trailer because Arnold Schwarzenegger has a cameo in it. And it was sort of like one of his like last movies kind of thing. Like he's the governor of California and then he's in a movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I remember like the, the thing he did before this was like he was supposed to be in Planet, Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah. Yep. And there's like some some like test shots of him and the monkeys
0: would have been great. That would have been incredible. I don't
1: care. Just speaking of Cornelius.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dodgeball came out this year. I like Dodgeball. Yeah. The Terminal.
1: Oh, that's another top. Yeah, that's a good movie. I like, I like The Terminal.
0: Yeah, Steven's, it's a Steven Spielberg movie, so there's a good chance that it's good, That's an all right movie.
1: Yeah, it's fine. that's fine. That's a, that's a charming little movie.
0: Uh, what's not a charming little movie is Xavier Woods' favorite movie of all time. High School Musical? White Chicks.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no.
0: Guess what opened up on the same day? The Notebook, Fahrenheit 9-11, and Two Brothers. <laughs>
1: well, huh. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, if the Two Brothers was that tiger movie... Yeah. <laughs> the, the Notebook, notebook is was... The Notebook. <laughs> it is The Notebook. <laughs> And Fahrenheit 9 11 was exactly what it sounds like. It's Michael Moore's documentary about 9 11 and George Bush that it created quite a stir. When it yeah.
1: The Notebook, the movie that gave women in their early 20s unreasonable re- relationship expectations.
0: <laughs> Ryan Gosling, baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, We're going to die together in the same bed. <laughs> Why am I Vince McMahon?
2: I'm going to together on the same bed.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best because our little chat is uh, going wild and I i don't want to know. I don't want to have these I, butterfly funhouse matches. I glanced right over, over and I
1: saw some amazing things.
0: Okay, I can't wait. I'm keeping my eyes. Up. Oh, before yeah. Sunset came out. King Arthur. Jeez, they're still doing that nonsense. Clive <laughs> Owen is...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I would much rather watch Sword and the Stone? <laughs>
1: yes, or uh Camelot.
0: Yeah. Hey, Anchorman, the legend of Ron, Ron Yeah, there we go. I love it. Now Anchorman. we're talking.
1: But just the first Anchorman.
0: Yeah. IRobot. Catwoman. Uh, oh. One of the rare one of the rare examples where the uh Razzie winner accepted their own award. She <laughs> took that in stride.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holly Berry seems coolest coolest. Blank dude,
0: yeah. super chill. Uh, a director with a uh, with only a first name, Pitoff. <laughs> Pitoff. Yeah, and uh, has only done a couple of things. So, and Catwoman was one of them. So,
1: it was a movie.
0: <laughs> oh, geez, that Thunderbirds movie.
1: Thunderbirds are go.
0: It was just called Thunderbirds, but it was like. So, Eli- team, so, so Team America? <laughs> it, it wasn't puppets. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was Thunderbirds, but it was people, and nobody liked it. But do you know who directed that movie?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Number one himself, Jonathan Franks.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Don't think of him as a director, but he certainly was.
1: I think of him as a meme now where people yeah. collect together like snippets of fact uh, or fiction. fiction. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Nope, not a chance. Oh, you're, think, eaten,
1: have, you're eating salt before?
0: Have you have you seen the one where they like slowed it down so it just sounds like he's a drunk guy?
1: No, playing.
0: It's like, have you ever like? And it sounds. <laughs> so <cool. laughs> the, I, will uh, fi- I will find it, and I'm going to send that to you.
1: I have. Do you see the giant mom thing where it's like the celebrity the poker, poker thing? One? Yeah, where he's just like, eh. <laughs> oh, Jonathan uh, freaks.
0: Seems like a cool dude. He does. <laughs> Uh, Garden State—that's a big movie for a lot of people. Not for mm-hmm. me, but <laughs> so... uh, personally, I don't care about that movie. Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle—that's
1: a that's a, a movie for a subset of people. Yeah, and then the one dude went on to be serving the Obama administration, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> yep. And um, wait, I can't remember which was—I can't remember. Was it Cal Penn?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it was so. yeah.
0: the Ma- the Manchurian Candidate remake. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, the Village, M. Night Shyamalan's Joaquin Phoenix movie. That's, uh,
1: that's where he he kind of got off the rails a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, that's
0: where everyone was like, okay, man. <laughs>
1: so it turns out.
0: The, the twist that you sort of thought was going to be the twist the entire time turned out to be the twist. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, collateral, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Michael Mann movies. Heat is one of my favorite movies of all time. And yep. Collateral is a fantastic movie. Tom Cruise and Jamie Fox.
1: Oh, that one where Tom Cruise is the old guy yeah. or the middle-aged man. Middle-aged. It actually, looks like a middle-aged man, not like yeah. Tom Cruise middle-aged.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. I love that movie. Uh, open Water, <laughs> Alien versus Predator.
1: Mm, that movie is about ten years too late. Well, maybe fifteen.
0: A Yu Gi Oh movie came out this year. Um, to be- Exorcist, the beginning yeah
1: is that the one with the uh, Ray Fiennes?
0: Uh, I don't think so or Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård Oh, Scar- Starcy Alan Ford, Ben Cross yeah. okay. or as if anyone listens to the uh, uh, How Did This Get Made podcast it's Stellar Skateboard <laughs> without a paddle Anacondas The Hunt for the Blood Orchid
1: they made a sequel. sequel?
0: Oh, I think they made more than a sequel.
1: Man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh. Yeah. It's as bad as it sounds. Super Babies 2, Baby Geniuses. Nope. <laughs> Suspect Zero. Nope. Vanity Fair. The Cookout. Paparazzi, whatever. Cellular. <laughs> Resident Evil Apocalypse. Mm. <laughs> well, Mr. 3000.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Bertie Mac. Well, so the story is, he retires with three with like less than three thousand hits.
0: Yeah, it's just that's heartbreaking, right? Less than three thousand hits.
1: And I then think... he, <laughs> then at the end to help his team win, he bunts, he sack bunts, so he hits it with two thousand nine hundred ninety nine. If it's a dumb baseball movie, I'll watch it, sir. Ugh,
0: I know. I I've, I have seen Mister Three Thousand as well, so I know the exact same.
1: I'll watch Mr. Baseball.
0: Uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow.
1: Gwyneth Paltrow and Jude Law.
0: And Angelina Jolie.
1: Yeah.
0: I like that movie. It is
1: visually cool.
0: It is style over substance. And in this case, I'm okay with it. It's very rocketeer. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like the aesthetic of that movie an awful lot. It's all green screen and it doesn't look that great. But, like, it. Still, I like that movie, and I'm not going to have anyone to tell me otherwise. Try to convince me otherwise. Uh, Let's see. Anything else really interesting? We're starting to get to the end of the year. I Heart Huckabees, Nobody Cares. (laughs) Taxi, the Queen Latifah, Jimmy Fallon movie. Oh, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights came out this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. High School football. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Team America: World Police. Came out. There we go. <laughs> the Grudge. Okay. Sarah Michelle Gellar remake of the Japanese classic horror movie Sideways, which was a huge movie. Remember how everyone was super into Sideways for some reason.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh...
0: Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah,
1: it was. It was the wine. It was the wine movie. The wine yeah. snob movie.
0: Yeah, boy. <laughs> that movie's not good i watched it because everyone was super into it It was like academy this academy that and i watched it I'm like this movie's bad i like paul giamatti but jesus yeah uh surviving christmas
1: you know it's funny <laughs> we've talked about all these movies longer than yeah. we've talked about home of the Ray. Yeah,
0: because we can talk about it differently this way ray now see there's a good ass movie to put on.
1: The good Jamie Foxx film.
0: Good Jamie Foxx He does a great job singing. I like it. Yeah. Saw. Saw came out this year. The first okay. Saw movie. First, the saw first, saw. The first Saw movie is actually really good. Like uh, torture mm-hmm. porn has kind of come a long way <laughs> in mm. recent years. It's kind of gone a little too far. Saw at least tried to also be a movie, um, which subsequent saws kind of ignored. It tried that. to be a
1: psychological thriller and a yeah. horror
0: film. Yeah, uh, where, and subsequent films just tried. to like, eh, eh we just, it just became like what Friday the 13th became. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's just like, eh, it's just an increasing uh, kill chain, basically, at this point. But they don't have any of the humor that subsequent Friday the 13th movies kind of brought along with it. Right. So, uh, the Incredibles, we already talked about. Much better movie than anything else on this list. Finding Neverland came out this year. Is uh,
1: that the... Story behind the story?
0: Yeah, that's the Johnny Depp as uh, what's his face? I forget who wrote it. Uh, Barry, James Barry, J.M. Barry, something like that.
2: Yeah.
1: The John Barry Orchestra.
0: Yeah. Seed of of Chucky, speaking of Jennifer Tilly, much better movie that Jennifer Tilly was in this year. National Treasure, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Christmas with the Cranks, House of Flying Daggers, uh, the Triple H vehicle, Blade Trinity.
1: <laughs> I think he was in that movie more than Wesley Snipes was.
0: Uh, he most well, certainly was. Ocean's 12, Million Dollar Baby, uh, Meet the Fockers, Phantom of the Opera, we just talked about. Yeah, Robert Butler. 2004 was a weird time for movies. The Aviator, the movie where everyone thought uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was finally going to win his Academy Award. He should
1: have. That's a great movie.
0: That's a great movie. Uh, it doesn't cover the uh, Howard Hughes uh, story that you want to see, but yeah. still, still really good. <laughs> the Fat Albert movie. The Life Aquatic with Steve Dessau. With Steve uh, Personal favorite of mine.
1: That's one with Bill Murray in it.
0: Yeah, that's one with Bill Murray. That's the yeah the Jacques Cousteau parody mm-hmm. by Wes Anderson, it's Jeff Goldblum, it? It's great. It's got uh, uh oh, what's his name? I can never remember the artist, but it's uh, the guy that does the music is just doing like David Bowie covers in, mm. <laughs> in whatever his native tongue was throughout the movie. It's great. I love that movie. That's the last big movie that came out that year. <laughs> it was Slap Aquatic*.
1: All better movies
0: all better movies
1: <sighs> well, JJ. Really
0: Nick, I'm gonna bring up your list real quick since we've got the Nick list open here, buddy, where would you like me to start dead bottom of the list hey, buddy,
1: yeah, don't even bother
0: you want me to just put yes. home on the range the very like I'm not even putting it at the bottom of the list I'm actually adding putting some space in between it and Tarzan, just yeah
1: to... no it uh it's at the bottom, yeah. I, I cannot. We, we talked about other movies for an hour, twenty minutes longer than that movie. Yes, um, dude, it's bad. It's,
0: it's it's the worst. I have no. I have no problem saying that it is the worst of the bunch. So, yeah.
1: I think we came into this show knowing, like, yep, we knew exactly where it's going to go.
0: Yeah, it's. Oh. I knew coming in when we were doing this that this movie in particular was going to be a bad one. I didn't realize that it was as bad as it really ended up being. Um, I, and it's like things aren't going to get better either. Unfortunately, I mean, um,
1: eventually, but
0: yeah, it's not. It's not immediately. We're
1: we're but a I ways off still. from *Princess and the Frog*. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to uh send you your list independently okay later on so you can so we can sort of or we can do it like next week or something we'll just on the show we can update them and get the ones that we missed sure. I have to figure out which ones we missed because there's a few in here and fix the lists because that will give us something to talk about because uh, uh it's going to be more of the same next week uh, <laughs> unfortunately um because, oh, it's not, what's, what's, is it Chicken Little next week? I think it's Chicken Little It's, next week. it's
1: not Meet the Robinsons, right?
0: I don't think so. Okay. so if it was Meet the Robinsons, I think it would be okay. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm double checking.
1: Uh, I've probably seen a Little, so.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, lucky you. <laughs> for, uh, da, 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 da. Number 46 is Chicken Little. Yep, so. Uh, I do not. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay,
1: I mean, humor me. How far do we have to go till we get to Princess and the Frog?
0: Uh, let's see, C- including Chicken Little. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Princess and the Frog. There's three movies in between Home on the Range and Princess and the Frog. So okay, we're almost there. We're almost once we there. Get, once we get there, it's all good from there on out. Yep. Uh, for the most part. For the uh, most part, yeah,
1: it's uh, there's next, a few
0: better cast next week. I will say that Um you get Zach Braff, Junkie Cusack, Steve Zahn, Don Knotts is in it. <laughs>
1: so, one of his last films, probably. Then,
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure it was.
1: I'm um, a fish, uh,
0: and it's not the highest-grossing animated film of 2005.
2: So. Hmm.
0: Yeah, hmm. Uh, uh, the, and also, not the first time Disney has adapted Chicken Little, so we can oh. talk about that uh, next week. If so, from the quarantine zone for the quarantine zone, <laughs> <Brock is laughs>
1: live. So, uh, and so to recap, uh, Home of the Range, yeah, the worst Disney movie ever made, I possibly think for good.
0: Yeah, uh, possibly? Question possibly. mark. Possibly I, I the oh there's only one other contender really and uh, it's Chicken Little. Yeah. And, again, I last time I saw Chicken Little it would have been two thousand and five. So I remember Home On we talked about theme park stuff, but I do remember when Home on the Range came out. There was like in Frontierland some vague home on the range branding for like the petting zoo and stuff,
1: but <laughs> It's like here's some milk with the cow on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh so. uh, boy, it's so yeah, Ch- yeah. Chicken Little next week. Uh, don't know what to tell you about that one. That's the. It's I don't. I don't really have an opinion for that one anymore. I knew this one was bad going into it. I... Uh, so. I yeah. I don't know. Chicken Little. I don't remember Chicken Little. I just you... remember it stars Zach Braff.
1: <laughs> During his Scrubs run.
0: Dur- yeah, peak Zach Braff.
1: Z- peak Braff.
0: Yeah. So, we'll see. I'm. I was gonna say excited, but that is absolutely not the right word That's, for it. For Chicken Little. Yeah, interested. Interested to see how this goes out for both. If you said I'm excited
1: for a chicken sandwich, I'd be like, yes.
0: Yes. Uh, gotta just find out. Uh, make sure I don't get tackled leaving my front door. Get a delivery. Uh, DoorDash probably get me a chicken sandwich. If I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, this movie sucked. We hated it. It was a yeah. track. Uh, and boy. I'm glad I never. I'm glad I never have to see this movie again. Yeah, it's Ever. it's
1: a bad movie to watch, especially right now. Yeah. Uh,
0: I could have watched anything. Like I could have watched Onward, or something. But yeah, because <laughs> or no, Frozen no, Two. Frozen Two. I could have just watched the Black Hole again. Or, yeah. You know, Fantasia. I could have just put on Fantasia and been happy. We watched.
1: We watched this we for watch you this. people.
0: Uh, they, I am sure there is some sort of metric that got sent to Disney. It's like, wow. Oh, a 200% increase in Home on the Range viewing this yeah. week. <laughs>
2: those
1: are rookie numbers. Gonna pop those up.
0: But until next week, thank you all again for joining us. Don't watch Home on the Range. I don't care if you've watched everything else on Disney+. I'm sorry if you watched it because you said, I'm going to watch this movie before listening to the podcast. It's a rookie move. She never yeah. do that. Nope.
1: <laughs> I mean, go watch The Ranch on Netflix, for God's sake. <laughs> well. Uh... Mm, no. Okay.
2: <laughs> but,
0: again, until next week, until the sky is falling and we're going to watch Chicken Little. Uh, perfect timing for this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, have a magical day.
1: Wash your hands
0: good job